dream that one day, no matter how long it may take us, as long as we have faith in our cause and uh, an unconquerable willpower, knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. This is a time of challenge to our interests and our values. And it's a time to test our wisdom and our skills. This will not be a campaign of half measures. And we will accept no outcome but victory. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. Read my lips. We will respond forcefully. Cost of action must be weighed against the price of inaction. Hey guys, thanks for listening hey, in today. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I think you mean everyone. Oh, so sorry. I need to be more inclusive. Thank you. Hello everyone, and thanks for listening to the podcast today. I'm Kevin. And I'm Brian. And we hope you enjoy. And we are live. We're live. It's happening. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I have no clue. All right, before, it's a late we, night. before we get started. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to one of our listeners or at least listen to the last episode. John, um, emailed us, gave us some feedback. We, you know, corresponded uh, in return, but we love when the community reaches reaches out out. to us and provides, you know, feedback, criticism, Opinions. opinions, thoughts, feelings, emotions, whatever you're feeling when you listen to us, send it in. We love it. We, um, it forces us to reflect and reform and, you know, think about exactly what we said and how we said it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we even disagree with that response, that's great. That's what this community is about. We thank you for being a part of it. It's your community, so own it. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was cool to read it through. John, uh, I'm still working on the response. As I stated in my brief response to you i promise i'll get back to you when i have time because <laughs> it was very lengthy yeah and um it deserves a ma- good one exactly i just yeah. want to make sure that i respond yeah. with uh the proper amount of effort and yeah. time yeah so i already did that's because you are just a gem <laughs> i'll tell you what kids <laughs> if you ever want someone to respond to you super quickly brian's your guy <laughs> Oh, because you're always le- it's because you're always leading with empathy. You know what? That's actually kind of part of it. I was going to make a joke, but I didn't really have anything. But no, yeah, I think but... it really is. Uh, you know, I, I actually had a similar interaction at work. Well, not similar in content, but a similar interaction where I apologized. I didn't get back to him for 10 minutes. And they're like, yeah, I didn't get back to you for like two hours. And you're apologizing <laughs> for not have, you know, get taking 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah. You know, the dogs are going nuts. The mailman, I just ended a call. I was trying to figure it out, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, um, relax. It's fine. So I, I do, I, I try and, and be as responsive as possible. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we've, we, we interact a lot with several viewers that, you know, reach out via messenger or email, and we always uh, try and do that. So Yeah. And yeah. I, I do think that it'll probably um, perhaps stoke the fire for a second episode on gun reform yeah i think i mean i was even kind of like holy shit 
you know, we an hour whole, flew we, by. Yeah, and we could. I mean, there was so much more that we could have gone into. Yeah, and I mean, just in response to that email, we could do another forty-five minute episode. Yeah. So, however, there's we do want to address some of the things coming out this week. Uh, you and I had talked about uh, the George Floyd case. We wanted to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, we are until... going to wait and kind of see how things go, so we can do a full report on it. Yeah, um, it's still ongoing now. There's been some really emotional testimony that's for sure some new evidence and and yeah. video that we hadn't seen before yeah um so yeah it, i definitely want to go into that so if you were hoping that this episode would be a george floyd one uh don't Sorry. worry it will be coming uh once again we always like to just kind of take a second breathe yeah. and, and then react well and sometimes it's nice too to give like one full episode on it instead of having to do multiple on it um, yeah. Not that it doesn't deserve multiple episodes, mm-hmm. but you know that way you're not waiting on our yeah. recording schedule to get all of your information on it. You can get it in one clean, crisp, semi-well-recorded episode. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and actually, you know what? Real fast, actually, look. Let me look this up first. Uh oh. Because I want to give a plug. Oh. Uh, to a podcast, actually. Oh, I like it. Yeah, my uh, my little brother. Has started a podcast. Mm. Brian, sorry, I didn't get your approval on this. I apologize. No, you're good. We can always edit it out and post. <laughs> Once again, I still have no bearing on that decision because I don't know what the hell you do in post. Uh, so it is called The Inciting Moment, and it's a, like an entertainment review. They review movies and, you know, just give their opinions on it. It's my brother and two other gents, um, and I think they you know occasionally bring on a, an extra guest. So they're out there on Spotify. Uh, iTunes, all that stuff. So if you guys are into movies, you guys are movie buffs or video game buffs, they talk video games too. Oh, that's really cool. I'm going to yeah. have to follow that. I'm going to have to charge them $50 an episode for this advertisement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, since we're talking podcasts, I'll shout out uh, Lawrence. Do you remember when Bob, uh, was, who's Lawrence's dad, emailed us? It was really early on about sound and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her dad... Uh, I think he, I believe he still listens a good amount. So, hey, Bob, if you are, but Lauren does the the pet podcast. Yeah. P A W C A S T. And that one's, it's actually phenomenal. They just say one on parakeets. And I was like, ah, this is awesome. She has no idea I'm plugging this right now. But yeah, neither is my brother. Yeah. I didn't. I I just thought it was awesome. So, yeah. Well, you got to spread that podcast love. Yeah. It's a community. You know, hey, they're welcome to the Mad Libs community. They are. We got some stuff to talk about tonight, Brian. Yeah. Not just other podcasts and shouting people out and <laughs> thanking people for emailing us. We have some stuff to talk about. Some well, laws. Well, we talked about the Second Amendment yeah. last week. Or, That's... well, last last episode. And then I was thinking about some of the current events happening across the country. Not federally, but at the state level. And I looked at, man, the Tenth Amendment. The Tenth Amendment says that basically anything that's not included in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is essentially left up to the states to decide. Mm. And those powers that are not enumerated in the Constitution are afforded to the states and the people, right? And then I saw what was going on in three different states, Minnesota, Mm. Arkansas, Mm. and Georgia. Mm -hmm. And I was blown away at what was going on. I'm like, sometimes... (laughs) As I argue, like, against the Second Amendment sometimes or, you know, wanting to fix it or change it or whatever. And then I looked at the Tenth Amendment. I'm looking at these states' rights, and I'm like, man, we have a lot of work to do as a society. Yeah. And you're only as strong as your weakest link. 
Well, and, you know, I want to start off with the Minnesota Supreme Court ruling. So this wasn't necessarily legislation, but the Supreme Court found in, in favor of something that I was just absolutely perplexed at. And they didn't just find in favor like, oh, you know, it's a conservative or liberal court, you know, it was you yeah, know, four to three. Minnesota's pretty uh, liberal. They, yeah, I mean, that's where Amy Klobuchar's from. And, mm-hmm. and you know, Al Franken was a, a senator from there. Prince. <clears throat> well, <laughs> Prince was from there. Yep, yep. <laughs> the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota Wild. Um, but the Supreme Court unanimously found in favor of this ruling that absolutely perplexed me. And let me let me take a step back to 2017. And basically what had happened. <clears throat> Donald Trump was the president. Wow, I wasn't even going to go there. But I mean, shoot, I'm here let's for. just pile it on. <laughs> he actually had nothing to do with this. Um, but a woman had taken five shots at a bar. Five shots of vodka, which is... Substantial, depending on your weight, your yeah. size, yeah, your metabolism. I mean, even for me, I, <laughs> I think we saw what happened after five fireballs in a row. It, 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 it you feel it. Let the wild side out. Now she also took a prescription narcotic, and with her friend, basically, she was invited by three other men to go to a party where mm. there was actually no party, and <clears throat> from there, we see a situation where she is. Uh, so intoxicated, she is no longer, um, you know, able to consent to sex. She is blacked out, as we would say. Mm-hmm. And when she comes to, she finds a man is assaulting her and um, blacks out again. When she comes to the last time, she recognizes that she has been raped and, you know, uh, in a very bad situation. Now, this man, Francois Mamoulou Khalil, um, <clears throat> was uh, arrested and charged and convicted. Okay. So his court case was then has gone up to the appellate course and then all the way up to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court found <clears throat> that if a woman is voluntarily, or well, sorry, not just a woman, but when a person is voluntarily intoxicated at the time that they that this all happened, then they are not mentally incapacitated, and therefore, if they don't disengage, meaning they have to, they don't have to give consent. Mm-hmm. They actually have to not engage anymore. So they have to basically remove themselves from the situation and say, "I do not consent to this," mm-hmm. despite being <clears throat> incapacitated from being um, intoxicated. There's a whole lot to unpack. There, Sorry, Brian. I'm. I'm. <clears throat> when I see this, Kev, this is a personal thing. As someone who has been in situations with women that were too intoxicated, and I personally was in situations where women were too intoxicated, and I stepped away. I made sure that they got home safely, and I no longer continue to date. I also think of. <clears throat> what it will be like for my daughter growing up in this world. And when I see a Supreme Court of a state ruling that someone who is voluntarily intoxicated is no longer um, protected by the law because, you know, they did it to themselves, I I find this this is a very troubling thing for me. Well, there's a whole lot to talk about there. 
Um, first and foremost, I do disagree with the ruling. Yeah. I think that it's um, something that they should perhaps go to, and this is something that maybe we'll see go to uh, the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, because now the the young lady, she can appeal once again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could go to that level. It's also a lesson. Um, I think that... Um, and in no way do I think that she is responsible for, for being raped mm-hmm. at all. But it is a lesson to all of you long, young ladies out there, anyone who has daughters, sisters, cousins, whatever. Always make sure that you... You know what I mean? Have your wits about you, um, or you have somebody there to keep an eye on you. And I'm not saying that you should have constantly have a babysitter, but it's a, it's a scary world out there. And you know, obviously, if the courts aren't protecting people in this case, you know what I mean? It's it's uh, unfortunately time to always have some sort of a contingency plan, I suppose, or somebody there to help you through your evening. But I mean, it's fucked up that it's come to that, but. Uh, you know, I, I two things, two things. I, I'm just saying that's something yeah, else I, that can be taken. I, I, I'm not saying, again. You're not victim blaming. I know. No, not at all. And and what I would say is we, we should hold our courts and our legislative bodies to a standard where people should feel safe uh-huh. and the bad people get taken care of the way they should. And uh-huh. The fact that this man was is he going, so, was he sober? Not that it matters. I'm just asking. I believe so. I mean, he was obviously sober enough to you know perform um, and make that assault happen. Um, so with that in mind, my 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 thing is is like it, it consent is something that is absolutely mandatory, and if someone is no longer is is incapacitated incapacitated to the point where they cannot consent Mm -hmm. or do not you know at some point take that consent away and Mm -hmm. say i I no longer like this this is not i'm I'm uncomfortable male or female Mm -hmm. um hetero or in in a homosexual relationship whatever the case is like if someone is taking that consent away like i don't want to do this anymore it's done and i'm sorry like if, if a guy's like, oh, I'm going to get blue balls or whatever, like, tough it out, dude. Like, you know, or if, if a woman is, you know, forcing herself on a man that is incapacitated, which I had a friend who had a sexual experience where he was blacked out mm-hmm. and a woman took advantage of him. And it, it's almost like one of those things where you're like, well, how does a woman take advantage of you? Well, I didn't want to do that. I was incapacitated. I was too drunk to do anything else. Like, I I didn't have my wits about me. So when I see this, I look at the Supreme Court of a state, and it's unanimously deciding. So immediately, what did I do, Kevin? I I went to look at who's on the Minneapolis Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's got to be a bunch of old white, white dudes. It's not. There is diversity on that. There is a black woman. I think it's four women to three men. And they found unanimously that essentially you can't argue that if you get intoxicated under your own volition, that you are still responsible for when you are blacked out drunk. And if you didn't not consent, 
then you, you can't hold the other party responsible. And it should be the only way you can perform those activities is if you do have consent. It shouldn't be that silence is tacit compliance, right? Your silence shouldn't be a yes. It should be an automatic no. That's how it should be. Now, here's the good news. The Minneapolis or the Minnesota state legislature now has the opportunity to more clearly define the law and create their own legislation that would protect against this. So hopefully that is the route they go, right? So I'm like, man, Minnesota, that sucks. Then I look at Arkansas. Arkansas decided to pass a bill through its legislative body that basically said that um, if you are under the age of 19, you are not guaranteed healthcare rights as a transgender person. What does that include? That includes even reversible puberty blocking puberty blockers and hormones. And the, the reason that's so, so is, it, important, is it just like healthcare? And, and again, I'm just clarifying here. Uh, is that just saying that they get no healthcare, or they just don't get the? They hormones don't get and the. They don't. They cannot receive the healthcare regard in regards to transgenderism. Okay. But they can like go to the doctor and get a checkup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They can. Yeah. yeah I think yes. that it's something that should be clarified. Yes. That's a really good point. But when it comes to, um, transgender teens, so even if they're under the age of 18, you can provide them healthcare that helps them proceed with that process, but it's still reversible. And that's a really important thing. You are allowing a person to be their authentic self in a non in a in a reversible way. So should they decide or conclude that, you know what, this was not for me, they can reverse that very easily, right? So with that in mind, it would make sense. With one of the highest suicide rate populations, right, transgender teens, when we look at that, it would make sense to enable them to be their authentic self and find out if this is truly the path that they want to go down. Is there a statistic on the suicide rate after they've transitioned? I'm curious. Uh, I think that I'm sure, would, they, that, I'm sure that, they do. That'd be, that would be very telling because the only ones I've ever heard are from like, I'm embar not embarrassed to say, whatever, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Um, I know he's done a lot on that too, but I don't know how factually accurate that is or inaccurate that is, but just curious. Yeah. What I will say is, um, they had a, a so this hasn't been signed by the governor yet. Mm -hmm. It's passed both, uh, the house and Senate, mm -hmm. um, the, the state Congress, it is headed towards the governor, which it is assumed that he will sign it as a very conservative Republican. Mm -hmm. Um, and when they were going through this, actually, a woman, uh, a female doctor testified. She's a pediatric doctor in Arkansas. And she testified saying that multiple kids in our emergency room, that there were multiple kids in our emergency room because of an attempted suicide just in the last week. I, I have an issue when we aren't protecting marginalized communities. We have women in Minnesota. Not, I shouldn't say women because men can be raped as well or sexually assaulted. You have transgender people in Arkansas, and now we move to Georgia. 
the voting rights. We did an episode, I think it was about three or four episodes ago. Sounds about right. About um, the voting rights being restricted in Georgia. Essentially, it feels very similar to uh, Jim Crow-style laws. Um, someone was saying it's, fil- it's, it's um, filtered Jim Crow, right? Like you're, you're putting your coffee through a filter. Um, it's just Jim Crow filtered. And what's going on there is they've restricted the rights. Uh, it passed both the House and Senate there. The governor has passed that. And if you want to know more about the specific details of that, you can go uh, a couple episodes back where we talk about it in, in great length. But here we do have some heavy hitting corporations coming to the aid of the people, right? This has become a a national debate here, mm-hmm. right? And we have the heavy hitters in Georgia are like Coca-Cola, Delta, um, but a bunch of actually black executives, former executives and, and current executives of the black community <laughs> from around the country. So like the former CEO of American Express was one of the most um, vocal opponents to this. Yeah. And he started calling out these big corporations, like saying, yeah. hey, Delta, Coca-Cola, where are you at right now? This is not yeah. okay. Yeah. It's easy to speak out after the fact. Um, and I, I apologize for my silence there. I was doing a little bit of research as far as um, the suicide rates. And it looks like uh, after transition, it goes down in women by about 1% to 2%. Mm-hmm. And in men, there sh- it shows no increase or decrease. Mm-hmm. So it stays stagnant, which is sad. Very yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, when we look at... When That's from uh, Pew. Mm-hmm. Pew Research? Yeah, yeah, I like Pew Research. Yeah, it's a... It's a and it's e- I mean, they, and, they, well, and they just do so much stuff that it's easy to find statistics and things like that. Mm-hmm. No matter how depressing they are. It's a real depressing episode, Brian. <laughs> well... And I'm, I'm not I'm saying I'm it's gonna, not important. I'm just saying it's yeah, depressing. I'm going to try and <clears throat> find some silver lining here. Oh, don't worry. I'll find it. Well, you'll bring levity. For sure. Yeah. It's going to be hard to find it. I am going to be just like Jennifer Lawrence. Silver lining playbook. Ah, oh, nailed it. I'm already on a good nice, start. Nice, nice. Yeah, the whole Georgia thing is 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 strange to me. I thought, I mean, I thought in the back of my head that it would pass. You know what I mean? I didn't see any opposition to it. I, you have a very, uh, despite you know filling two seats with Democrats in Congress, uh, you still have a very red state. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if they feel as though it's going to improve their polling numbers to decrease the amount of polling sites and make it more difficult to do mail-in voting, Mm -hmm. I think that they're going to go with it. And how messed up is it that you can't even bring, like, some pizza and water to voting lines? I bring pizza and water to the podcast all the time. (laughs) So for it. You do. But, like, the idea that, all right, we're we're closing polling places— so now the lines are only going to get longer. There's less early voting, so the lines are only going to get longer even still. And now, while you're stuck in line, Good Samaritans, regardless of how you're voting, can't bring you food and water. I mean, yeah, people Brian were sitting I, 10 to 14 hours there. Brian and I were going to do that, and we were told we couldn't. Yeah, well, we had to be careful of how Not, close we were. Yeah. Well, no, we could bring water and food. We just couldn't put our business cards on it yeah because we're a political podcast yeah yeah and i know i didn't speak up a whole lot on, on the, the first two subjects we've had this evening yeah. 
I just like to choose my my words very carefully. Uh, I mean, the first one actually, I, I spoke out on. Yeah. The transgender thing, I just there's so much that I I feel I need to research, and I feel like if I were to say anything, it would be um, I wouldn't have all of the right information that I needed, and I would hate to sound ignorant or offend anybody. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, no, I, I think it's fair. I, you know, here's the thing. Because we know, we, we had a conversation. We had a big, big conversation about transgendered people uh, competing in the sports of their uh, transitioned um, ident- identity. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Are we cool with that? Approval from Brian. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not the biggest fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made that known, but that's sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy to talk sports about this kind of stuff because, like, sports is like, should be the smallest of our worries in this world right now. Yeah. I mean, unless we're talking about opening up Wrigley so I can go see a Cubs game this year. That'd be sick. Um, yeah, so for me to speak on it, I just think it would be ill-timed and uh, well, probably have a bunch of errors. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing about transgenderism is is I'm still learning about it. Yeah. I mean, I, we've, and we've said too. I, I've I have friends that are trans transitioned, right? And they're happy, right? I mean, to my knowledge, you know what I mean, right? With their with their decision to yeah, be neither their one of them. Well, actually, one of them hasn't hasn't actually transitioned. They've just like acknowledged that acknowledged, they want to. Yeah. Well, not even acknowledge that they want to transition. I don't know if they're going to. Mm. Um, their choice. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think there's a lot to be said about like you know, at what point you can make decisions in your own life and at what point you need to think about things. But, like, again, yeah, I don't know. I just want everyone to be happy for whoever they are, whoever they think they are, or not think they are, whoever they, they know they are inside, you know what I mean? Um, that's all I want. I'm, I'm trying to see. I, I heard a fact about the whole trans student athletes and i heard that it was like there's only like 500 total in all sports hmm. that are trans in, in high, high school. school in high school in high school because there's a lot at the professional level what do you mean a lot like a uh, um a lot of like um g- um tra- let me choose my words carefully here um transgendered women Right, that is a man who has gone has tra- trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've transitioned to female. Oh, female, okay. Um, a lot of them in like power sports, like powerlifting, mm-hmm. Olympic lifting, mm-hmm. uh, wrestling was another one. Mm-hmm. MMA, they kind of. I, I still wouldn't say a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you consider all of the people that are oh, like, in I Olympic mean, trials, yeah. I mean, I guess and... it really depends on what you, yeah. you know, what I mean, consider a lot. But the, it it's certainly of note. But my thing is, is with like high school students, I understand some people are like, well, you know, scholarships are on the line and Certainly. this and that. Yeah. It's like, that's a valid argument too. Here's the thing about that though. Like, what does that say? What, how does that reflect about our society that we're so fucking worried about getting into about, college? Well, no, no, no. About getting scholarships for sports. That we're gonna like not allow people to be their authentic selves. That could be so damaging, and increase the rate of suicide amongst teenagers, because we're worried that our sports are gonna be forever cheapened. Yeah, hey, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, what, what does that say I, about I don't, the I don't society this. as a whole? 
Like, well, what, what I think are we it says doing? that we have. A, I think that it says that there, there's a lot of people that have uh, troubles paying for colleges and scholarships help. I think that's probably what it says. So maybe you know, I would think that you but would like, see that as a an error with the education system as far as yeah, the emphasis being too too expensive. Um, the emphasis is just like it's it's so difficult to afford college. It's so yeah. you know, sports have garnered so much attention in our society. And I I, trust think, me, yeah. I'm a, I'm a you know, I was a you know an athlete in high school. I you know. All of that, like I, I'm 100% into athletics, but at some point, like I do care far more about politics now than I I do about you know the NBA. Like I still watch the NBA here and there, but mm-hmm. it, it's not the main focus because that's not going to change. You know, I mean, it can change a person's life. Like, oh, LeBron James came from nothing and then you know mm-hmm. became who he was, but like in general, and again, another fair point. My fandom isn't like that important as as opposed to like hey what's going on at the border hey texas is frozen hey there's you know tons of you know tons more uh tornadoes and 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 uh, hurricanes going on maybe we should figure shit out with climate change like i think that it's we good. need to reprioritize i think well and everyone has their own priorities you know what i mean i guess you know one argument for that would be that you know, some people grow up with nothing and they want their children to have more. And if they're a very talented athlete, um, I oh. think that I think that, you know, um, it's very easy to get caught up and I want them to have a better life. And again, not defending it. No, just no. Saying yeah. That, you know, I could imagine that that's a good a good thing. And I think I, that sometimes if you um, and I'm not saying that that's this is the issue here, but I think that if you could take too broad of a look and say that these are the top priorities, there can be some smaller things that slip through the cracks. Um, you know, if we were looking at big picture, maybe we wouldn't have found out about this court case in Minneapolis. Maybe we wouldn't know what's going on in Arkansas. You know what I mean? If you if you prioritize at such a massive level, there was um, there was a really great testimony it was brandon bowler and he was testifying on uh the idea that missouri is doing the same thing talking about the resolution that would ban transgender high school athletes from participating in girls sports in missouri and he was dealing with um you know he he said i'm a lifelong missourian a business lawyer a christian and the son of a methodist minister um and then he Originally, it was the like under this idea that you know transgender was bad, and then he had a transgender daughter, and he delivers this beautiful testimony about like how important it is for young people to come into their own and have every single support possible. And mm-hmm. I think it it's not not just transgender people; it's like every young person needs to have as much support as possible. Not like a hey pick yourself up by your bootstraps it's like hey it's okay to fail it's okay to try things it's okay to be who you really are and i'm going to support that no matter what and feeling that that unconditional love of a parent Mm -hmm. is what allows people to become truly remarkable people later on in life that will do the right thing in in the in the face of what is really difficult and that's what i look at with with all of these things it's like what are what are these politicians doing? What are these judges doing? 
what what kind of society are we crafting here? And here's the silver lining is every single every single day, every moment in your life, you have a chance to be a positive impact on the world around you. <clears throat> it can be small interactions with people. Kevin, as a bartender, you have tons of interactions. You're constantly <coughs> bringing positivity into people's lives. Every single day. I, I watched, I worked with Kevin. I've watched him just bartend. Every He's single, every single interaction is a positive interaction. And, and the more we can constantly do that, there was that one, um, was it insurance commercial or something where you see this chain of good deeds, right? Oh, oh someone yeah, yeah, holds yeah. the door and then yeah. that guy passes it along to the next person. And then, mm -hmm. oh, he picks up a bag for an old lady and that old lady, you know, gives a daughter, a young boy or whatever. And it, it just keeps going on and you pay it forward, right? Mm -hmm. I, I look at like what's happening in these little pockets of the country and it's like, man, we really need to flip the script. And it's, it, it starts with little things every single day and it builds. And I feel like we've been building the wrong way. We've been building walls instead of bridges. And I think... Well, if there's no water, there's not really much to be used for a bridge. Sure there is. <laughs> sure there is. Valleys? Good point. Let's build one over the Grand Canyon, baby. Let's stop making Evil Knievel jump over no, it. No, 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 no. I told he you I He shouldn't jump over I it. I told you I planned for the Grand Canyon. Yeah, but we don't need to use the bridge. We're going to Thelma and Louise it. Yeah. Um, 70 years old, Brian and I, going out <laughs> hot and fast in our minivan. Let's make it 80. Um, Fine. So here's the thing, and this is the silver lining that I wanted to kind of... I don't know, wrap it all up with is like we see in Georgia, there is movement and it's, it's corporations probably trying to save face, but then you have like the likes of Stacey Abrams bringing this up and maybe that legislation gets brought to the Georgia Supreme court mm -hmm. or maybe the federal Supreme court. Mm -hmm. Maybe Minnesota gets brought up to the federal Supreme court. Maybe that governor in Arkansas says, I can't do this. You know, who knows? But I, I feel like we're going to start building a better infrastructure for this country, not only with Biden's big plan that he just re released, but also with like a cultural infrastructure, you know, rebuild. And mm -hmm. I, I think... This is the most positive we've ever been it. on a podcast. I think we can do it. This is actually the second most positive you've been on a podcast. Yeah. The first most positive time is when I messed up and somehow I accidentally deleted our entire recording and you were super nice to me afterwards. <laughs> Anytime you start getting real angry, I just be like, oh my God, it happened again. <laughs> but no, I like it. I like the I like the little well, turn here, Brian. Thing. I like the positivity. Here's the thing. You know what I mean? It's like I think that you had a full um, 180 moment where I got super depressed at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> and now it's like, eh. I'm leveled out. <laughs> You're leveled out. Well, hopefully. Ish. Hopefully, you know, as a community. And this is why I say we're a community, right? Is you, the listener, spend time with us uh, twice a week for usually about an hour an episode. We're trying to trim it down, but we just can't. We like talking to you too much. Especially me. I'm the long-winded one. But I will say this. I don't really have many calls to action right? My only call to action is to like, subscribe, follow, share, so we can continue building this community. I have a call to action for you. In light of these three things, the Minnesota Supreme Court ruling, the Arkansas uh, Trans Bill, and the Georgia Voting Rights Act, 
or whatever the fuck they want to call it, but it's really restricting the voting rights. In light of these three things, by the time you listen to our next episode, I want you to have done three things that pay it forward that are completely anonymous. It's not like, oh, I gave my you know husband or wife a hug. No, I mean, help someone out. When you really don't want to, you don't feel like it. Oh, I just don't have the energy. Oh, I don't have the money. Or, oh, I don't have this. I, I... Three times, I want you, instead of saying no, I want you to say yes. I want you to do something incredibly positive for someone else. And if you can do those three things, I think if enough people do those three things, we can slowly start building the bridge. Because three very, very shitty things happen in state courts or state legislations this week. But with enough people in a community doing the right thing, we can balance that out. That's dope. I like that. So that's your call to action from me. Uh, you know, as part of the Mad Libs community, this is your community too. Let's build it up. Let's build that infrastructure. We're not building walls. We're building bridges. Three things. That's all I ask of you. I will do the same. And on Sunday, I will report back to the three things I did. You better. I want it in paragraph form. <laughs> that's not all you ever get from me. Not, it's going to be goddamn long-winded. Actually, it won't. I don't like bragging about good things I do, so it, it won't be, but I'll do three things. It's easy. I don't do anything good. <laughs> you probably can't figure out which ones to choose from. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, you guys. Oh, man. It's been a good one. We're, gonna, we're, we're actually we're doing it in 45 minutes today. We're doing it in under 45 minutes, Brian. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I wanted you. I wanted you to take the reins. I, well, knew, you're you know, I knew you're passionate about these three things. You know what? Here's not the thing. that I'm not too, but um, real quick little story because I know I'm at 45 minutes, and God forbid I ever finish on time. Um, after I I was rift right a reduction in force from my first teaching position, um, I was let go due to budget cuts, and the next year someone asked me to speak to the seniors in a video that they were doing at the graduation the night before the graduation, the baccalaureate or whatever. And I did one of my fabled game day speeches and I finished with do good, be great. Right. And I have started doing that kind of slowly, but you know, just drop it in at the very end. Love you. Do good. Be great. And that's what this whole message is. It's do good, be great, do good things for the people around you and be great at doing those things. And I'm signing off with the same message, you know, the idea of three impactful things, because when I see these things happening in the world around me, I can sit here and bitch about it on a podcast. I can sit and try and educate people on Facebook or in conversation about what I know and, and what I think and give my opinion. But sometimes you just have to balance it out with actual action. And sometimes it's not directly involved, but it's just slowly but surely making the world a better place so do good be great and i love you love you guys see you on the next one well guys we're here we've made it to the end wait 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 kevin kevin we got to thank our sponsors what sponsors well we, we haven't gotten any official sponsors yet but we do have patreons oh and we should let people know that they can join our Patreon for subscribing from 5 to 10 to $20. Any amount helps. Yeah, thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers. If you guys don't want to do a monthly subscription, you can also support us by buying some of our awesome clothing at 
madlibspodcast.threadless.com. And that's a win, win, win. win. <laughs> also, if you guys uh, wouldn't mind, we would love for you to follow us on our Facebook page and oh. our Instagram. Thank you. Thank you.